You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to Sorry if I Skip the Night is Speak. I'm Daniel McDook. I'm joined by Dr. Rodney Lecker. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Sorry, but not sorry. I spit when I speak. Right. Right. Now, we have a lot to cover today because the Bengals are back to practicing football. That's right. Yeah, I almost forgot that's what they do. You know, we were talking about so many other uh, aspects of the Bengals. Yeah. And there's really a lot of fun news, hyping, interesting things. So I want to talk about first about, because we're going to get to Joe Burrow, obviously, but I want to talk about Von Bell. Yeah. Now, Von Bell talked about why he joined the team, because it's a ferocious team. They're very hungry. And, and you'll notice he's using Bengals' uh, metaphor, ferocious, right. tiger, hungry. means he's on board with the, with the oh, yeah. MO. Yeah, because, you know, one group of people or things that are not known for being ferocious. What's that? Saints. He was the on the Saints. Saints are supposed to be very gentle. Yeah. He's not wrong. Yeah. yeah. They're supposed to be very pious. But the well, ferocious I mean, animal, if you feel like you are from, a ferocious animal, yeah. Yeah. I mean, from from a psychological perspective here, he's going from uh, from one level of the self to an animalistic level of the self. And usually that's seen as a bad thing, but in this, in this case, it's a good thing for us. It's yeah. good for us. It's probably not good for his overall ethical trajectory. If you will, no. Well, there's, there's a lot of saints, but there's not a lot of tigers. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. And for the and, and they're endangered species, and he wants to be part of that endangered species, which is fine. Wow, I didn't know saints surpassed. Uh, they, that's incredible. So yeah, yeah. so uh, so much to talk about. Uh, you know, defensive coordinator has been raving about it. Say so, uh, he's a great communicator. He's a great leader. He's a physical yeah. guy. He brings that energy and juice that the Bengals didn't have. And so uh, he, said, you know, he yeah. said, I'm just excited to get him in and see him move in live situations. He brings a lot of energy and juice to the group. That's exact quote from the exact quotes. Yeah, I didn't make that up. You thought that I memorized that. that. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, that is one thing we are very excited about Von Bell. And, uh, you know, also, of course, we have. And he's a disciplined guy, that Von Bell. Yeah. Goes to bed around 8 p.m., wakes up at 4 a.m. to work out. I mean, that's a hard lifestyle for a grown up. That's like a toddler's lifestyle. Yeah, that's why he has so much energy. He has as much energy as a toddler. Yeah, like a two-year-old, yeah. I feel like John hasn't been able to contribute. John, how do you feel about Von Bell? Well, that bedtime is personally just ridiculous. But Isn't it? 8 p.m.? If, if he chooses to do so, all the more power to him. I think we get lost in a lot of these quotes every year where it's like, you know, a, a guy is a commanding leader. He's a great presence in the locker room. And that, to me, only means something if you're actually good at football. And the, that's the yeah. good news for the Bengals because Von Bell is very good at football. Yeah, it's I was like, worried there for a second, John. You're going down right? that, yeah, Donald Downer right. route again. Yeah, go ahead. But, but but you know, like, he 
wasn't the most expensive free agent that the, that they signed this year, but I think he's the most valuable one and the guy who's going to bring the most value for the money that they spent on any contract this year. I think when you yeah. talk about a safety that can play multiple positions, but be solid in coverage in the other needs zones, but be a great run defender as well. It's a lot of value that brings to that and also compared to what they had last year. So right. all the and, other and subjective just, stuff is fine, yeah. but he's also really yeah. good at what he does. I mean, yeah, and, 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 we haven't been able to tackle anybody. And and, yeah. and, and I think last year was That's just kind of like that last year. It was finally right. such an obvious issue that they're like, let us, hey, I realized something. When you tackle players, they score less, you win more games. And so they went on everybody who knows how to tackle. Yeah. Tackling is a big part of football. Yeah. And, now, and, let, and, me, and, let me just say, we, we had a comment from a certain Phoenician pilgrim as you just flashed on the screen. Yeah. Which uh, which I really appreciate that name right now. Great comments. This one, yeah. 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 Uh, con- considering everything that's going on in Lebanon and all that, we're with you, Mr. Phoenician pilgrim. But but he also he also said something else. He said this. How much of an impact will Von Bell have in season one? My prediction for the Bengals defense in season one is that it's going to be kind of hard to tell who is making the contribution. I think that what Amoradmo is waiting for is a kind of well-oiled machine scenario where the pieces fit and work so well that you won't be able to tell who's really contributing. I think of it the way I think of my Tesla. So it's hard for me to point out what makes my Tesla awesome. It's just that everything in my Tesla works so well together. Yeah, and some yeah. of those pieces are very familiar pieces. Like in a Tesla, I don't know what they have, but I assume they also have a steering wheel and you know tires. Electronic yeah. cars have far less working parts than motorized cars. So there's a lot yeah. less. Uh, we don't. We don't wrong. have time for. Yeah. You don't ever need to change your oil. Sorry. You don't. There's no yeah. pistons. It's a very simple machine. Okay. So there's very. Okay. We don't have time for sci-fi on the show. I just wanted yeah. to say, like a, a Tesla, this imaginary car you're talking about, has They're tires very and a steering low wheel. Yeah. We also have our tires and a steering wheel. Gino Atkins and Carlos Dunlap. Yeah. And they are going to be on a snap counts. Now you might be thinking, okay. hey, we gave these guys so much money to play. Look, these guys are defensive linemen. We have seen them because of the heavy duties they've tolerated in the years past. Yeah. They haven't. Well, Dunlop had a, a great year last year. But you know, yeah, it was pretty good. Was yeah, good. but let's, well, maybe his best year ever. But yeah, maybe, can, yeah. But now having them on a snap count, you know, we could see maybe Gino making bigger plays in critical times, more like what we're now, some of our fans that you might not know what the snap count is. You want to explain it to him, or should John? You know, you go like and the one, like and the one, and the two, and the one, two, three, like that. Or like when you start the so- a rock and roll yeah. song. One, yeah, you two, snap three, count them uh. in. John, am I right? I want to go back to what Hoji said because I okay. think he just referred to every. I think he just referred to every player on the Bengals defense as a system player, which has a very negative connotation. I'm not sure oh. I appreciate it that much. Like he said, the system is going to work so well, just like an imaginary yeah. electric car, yeah. that you're not going to be able to tell who makes the contributions. Yeah, and why is that bad? Because, because we have the, a stars on our team. No, I was just going to say that I, it seemed to me that you're going to see a lot of equal level performance that's going to be more spread out. I think that the reason why certain people stuck out in the Bengals defense so much in the past, and we had a great defense, and the defense worked so well, of course, but was that there were some gaps there, and we were happy to see those gaps not filled. I see the gaps as being filled. I think the whole is going to be better than the sum of its parts. To that, to that point, the last two years, I think the leaders in terms of tackles on the Bengals defense have been safeties. Specifically, yeah. Sean Williams, Jesse Bates have been like leaders in tackles, but they've also been leaders in missed tackles as well. That's not normal or indicative of a defense that is very effective at stopping any type of either short passes or runs in general. Like we've talked, we've heard a lot 
a lot of discourse about just tackling in general with this defense. That's how low of a standard that has been established with this yeah. defense. Yeah, it's going to change. Right? It's, it's going to change. It's going to change because of DJ Reader. It's going to change because of the linebackers that we talked about. They're flying around there. And it's going to, believe it or not, John, people are going to be astonished at the rise of a guy who's going to have to step up because of Josh uh, Tupo uh, opted out. And we have an injury to Glasgow, which we had to cut him. He failed his physical. So now all eyes are on Renel Ren. Yeah, who big star. Already, who already is used to the big spotlight because he was on our show. Some no, are saying Renel that Ren is the is the Bengals player of the future. Some are saying that. I don't he know is who's saying the Bengals player of the future. I mean, you know, Gino Atkins, sure. to, to Hoji's point, we might be looking in a year at Gino Atkins and Dunlap as role players to Renel Ren, the centerpiece of the defense. Who knows? Because he was on our show and those guys were not. You never know. But I want to move on, if it's okay, from the defense to Joe offense. Burrow. Yeah, Burrow. Joe Burrow. And the excitement around him, it's just as nonsense. First of all, we had those glamour shots of Joe Burrow you know, in the photos, and he's doing the Elvis poses, and he had the nice hair, and the sun was, like, shining. It was beautiful. Hair had is a... overrated, you People have but it's a fact now. Hair it's is actually, overrated. no, it's a sign of, 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 of health. It's a sign of success. Yeah, hair, yeah, hair is I very mean, important. Overrated. You're talking about hair on your head, not on, on, your, head. On, your, on your chin yeah, or anything. This, I mean, I think on Giovanni Bernard has proven the masculinity of facial hair. Yeah, it's funny because you remember Travion was on our show and he was talking about the mustache and how big important it is. And then Gio looked even better in pictures. So look, good good friend. It'll go a long way with you. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna talk about. Yeah, I want to talk about Joe Burrow. And first, let's talk about the offensive coordinator. Said he said he already said that Joe Burrow has a great feel for what we're trying to do. I mean, this guy's a rookie. This guy's a rookie. He's picking up the offense right away. But is he a rookie? I mean, one of the things that, that Callahan said was, which really stuck out to me, is that Burrow doesn't look like a rookie. Isn't that the greatest compliment you can give a rookie? He says the man, he said this in his press conference, he said that Burrow doesn't look at all like a rookie. What, what does that mean, Joe, Burrow, John, Daniel, everybody? If you remember in 2011 when Andy Dalton was the rookie starting quarterback for the Bengals, he had the worst haircut of his professional career. I think yeah. when you now compare to Joe Burrow's haircut, he has the haircut of a veteran. I think that's more the dichotomy that we're witnessing here. The haircut. Yeah. But also, he's pretty but, knowledgeable of the playbook. Yeah, I think it's the second thing, John. I, honestly, I think yeah. it's more the second thing. Let me read you some quotes here. They're amazing. So Uzama talked about how he knows his stuff. He's making checks at the line. Yeah. He looks like a veteran. He has that poise, that moxie. He said the moxie he has is nice, right? Yeah, he said he has a certain confidence in himself. He, he has a certain confidence. confidence. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and he also said, you know, he was looking at them like he's like, wow, this is the third day and you're already checking out of this place. It's amazing. Yeah. Alex, and he, said, and he said, I like what he brings to the table. And John, he doesn't mean like, I like when he comes and brings food to the table. It's a, it's a metaphor for what he brings to the team. Yeah. What you provide, yeah. And, provide. And, and, yeah, and Alex Erickson said about Joe Burrow, he can definitely spin it. He said, arm talent, forget about it. You know, not going to be an issue. So people that say, oh, his arm is not the best. He says, and you know, and we don't talk about this enough. Everybody talks about Joe Burrow's arm strength or lack thereof. But you talked about it. You talked about it a lot, yeah. Yeah, I think it's gonna be, I think it's the question mark. Let's be honest. It's the oh I hate to use I hate to use animal metaphors, it's the elephant in the room. But I think that one thing that's been established in practice is his arm looks pretty good from the throws that I saw. They look like they were pretty hard hitting. 
No. Are we, are we going to do this? Are, no, are we going to judge? Are we going to no, 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 no. no. judge throws no. against air? It's not are just we, air. Yes. I mean, they're they're no. look, look, they're moving yes. at half oh, a speed. Maybe so. They're not. Yeah, they're not really. They're moving at half a speed. So did he look um, good or not, John? Against air. I, I, I personally am not desperate enough to to generate content off of that. I know a lot of people are, and that's why we saw some. Uh, yeah, we, we saw like the first video capturing Burrow throwing to Green. Like, oh, his, his throws don't really have a lot of zip on it. He's not really getting to it in time. Like, guys, it's like the fourth day of their OTAs of this year. Yeah, there's still some rust, but it it's, it's, it's not. Even, it's not even that. I don't think. I don't. I don't think Burrow ever put any zip on his slant throws. Like, there was never a lot of velocity on any of his throws on any part of the field. But if you're talking about timing and, and getting to his spots, I think that's something that just kind of evolves as as the offseason program works goes on. This is the first time that they're officially doing anything like that. It's not even about timing right now. And if we're going to analyze yeah. throws against air coverages, I'm not here for it. No, I'm I, I'm not here for that either, John. Do, now, do slant throws generally not need a lot of zip? Is that what you're you're implying? Against coverage, they do. If the defense has maintained some some tight, okay. sticky man coverage yeah. against it, yeah. You're saying in a real world scenario. That's where the zip counts. That's where you put it in. When you sure. don't need the zip, you don't put the zip. When you yeah. need the zip, you put the zip. I Otherwise, they're going to get pick six in the Super Bowl like Peyton Manning. Well, yeah, and that's I mean, the thing. I mean, Manning is really the standard for what Joe Burrow reminds us a lot of. But it's all about that timing and understanding. And that comes later on when you're playing against actual defenses. The, the throwing yeah. velocity right now does not matter at all. No, no, no. And, and no, in general, yeah. Homo sapiens, in general, Homo sapiens compared to the other primates has a very good throwing arm. I don't know if you guys know this, but human beings have shorter arms and bigger torsos, and they can throw farther than apes and orangutans and animals like oh. that. So I'm sure Joe's going to be fine. Yeah, if I he mean, were belong to a different subcategory of the primates, we'd have an issue, but he's, he's going to do great. Right. So, yeah. So, uh, and, and yeah, they talk about the swagger and he sets the tempo and all the signs and everybody's very, uh, it, you know, because at, at this point, really, they're not hitting, they're not in pads. That's going to be August 17. But so far, it's more just about his knowledge of the no. offense and, and, and kind of recognizing things. And he gets an A plus so far. And uh, yeah, so we are going to take a quick break. We have a commercial break. This portion of the show is brought to you by Canine Mask. It is an air pollution mask. It filters all the toxins and other things for dogs. So when yeah. you are going to the supermarket with your dog, make sure to purchase a canine mask to protect your dog safe. Others, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't okay. let anybody see your dog without a mask and say who let the dog out. All Woo! right, welcome back to Sorry if I Spit when I speak. I speak. I am Daniel McDuck. You are not. I am. Okay. Yeah, I know. Look, I'm just pumped. Yeah, I know. It's very exciting. You know why it's exciting, guys? Because the best player in the last I don't know decade for the Cincinnati Bengals is back. Yeah. Yeah, he's the back. Man. He's back. AJ yeah. Green. He AJ is back. Green. And let me tell you something. He's not just back. He's better than ever. I mean, listen to some of the things coming out of camp. And I know, let I know, John. I know. They're not in pads. They're not going full of speed. Yeah. It's too early. I know, John. I know. But look, CJ Uzama had to explain to Drew Sample. And, and I don't have the exact quote. But basically, Drew Sample was like, what is that? He's like, what do you mean? He's like, that human, is that a human being? Is that a machine? Is that yeah. a Terminator? What is that what is thing I am seeing jumping and leaping and catching things and running so fast? He said, yeah. oh, you forgot because you didn't play with him much last year. But that is A.J. Green. That is A.J. Green, the famous. Yeah. Yeah. The and, yeah, and he said, oh, I forgot how explosive he is. And he says, you I, haven't seen yeah. the half of it. This was a real conversation between well, Drew Sample and CJ yeah. Uzama. Yeah, go ahead. With, with, with great hyperbole. 
interjected in there. And, no. and John, we were talking about earlier, we might see a whole new AJ Green. This might be an AJ Green we've never seen before because AJ Green was playing in a certain way, expecting the ball to be thrown to him by an Andy Dalton. Well, but now he not can to throw it to him, but thrown when he is open and then in yeah. his vicinity. But now Barely. he's yeah. going to expect much more. I mean, we can talk, we can expect balls being thrown to him on the fly, on the run. Weirder thing. Tell me, John. What, I mean, what, what, stop bottling it in. Let it go, man. No, yeah, yeah. Release it, John. Yeah. It's not healthy psychologically. Just let it's it go. It's not healthy. Don't hold it all let in. Let it off your chest, John. Let it all in. You're getting angry and angrier. Please. John. I think it says something when people talk about not being able to judge a player's full potential in an unfair situation. And I, I kind of disagree with that. That's an argument that's being made with Joe Mix right now. And it's an argument that can be made with A.J. Green as well. For the past 10, 9 years, he's had to play with a quarterback that is not very accurate down the field. And he always pretty much forced the ball towards him, whether he was double or single covered. And then A.J. Green had to adjust to that. And he became and developed the player that we've all seen today as a guy who's capable of making the most spectacular catches in the entire National Football League, a guy who's very effective, very efficient in turning routes into yardage gain. That's how you evaluate AJ Green as a guy who could make something out of out something of that's very uh, out of a very subpar and average quarterback. If you give him an above average quarterback with above average arm, talent, and timing, then you're going to see a more effective, more consistent AJ Green. He doesn't have to do all the spectacular things that make him AJ Green, but in terms of production and therefore recognition, he might see that increase as long as AJ Green remains the same receiver that he's been for the past decade. Yeah, John, I don't want to disagree with you, anything you said, because I love all of it. Okay. But I didn't understand it. Well, I didn't understand I it. I'm just going to I'm going to add high level. John, you talked about you talked about someone who can, you know, get the ball to in better spots and all that. Let me add something. The thing about Burrow. It's not just that he has more arm talent. He's more accurate. He yeah. all the, That is the arm talent, though. That's not just it. John, you have to listen. Have no, to that's listen. not just it. Listen. Yeah. That's not it. Because he's about to say something. I'm saying, yeah. John, it's also that. It's also something else. He makes things out of nothing. So, so we know with yeah. Dalton, he gets the ball out about as fast as anybody, right? Two point whatever seconds, right? That's like his average. If a play breaks down, the play is lost. With Burrow, that is not the case. So you have those added opportunities when he is escaping pressure, when he is making something out of nothing. And to be honest with you, a lot of the biggest plays happen like that. Right. I don't have the stats, but I don't need the stats. I just know it. You have the eyeballs that watch Patrick Mahomes do that. Not yeah. just Mahomes. Not just Mahomes, John. Russell Wilson. A lot of players. Lamar Jackson. Russell Wilson. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Why you, you're saying Joe Murrow will not be able to make any of those plays? I'm not saying he make as many no, as them. What, 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 what did anybody, what what did anybody say that? Oh, I thought what? you were being sarcastic. I just assumed your default is sarcastic. Daddy, oh. Okay, okay. No. Yeah. Did you listen okay. to anything John said? No. But okay, so so look. So yeah, so he can make something out of nothing. That's one thing. The other thing I want to say is this, John. People talk about his age. He's 32. But let's yeah, just keep in mind. Baby. Let's just, well, well, this is what I'm going to say. He came in the league when he was, what, 23? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, that means something. And he missed like a season and a half. Like his body does not have the wear and tear of, you know, a lot of 32-year-old receivers. No. And with receivers after 32, I would say it's about, you know, the great ones. There's a, yeah. You know, they can, some of them, like Jerry Rice was was still pretty good close to 40. I mean, it's like a thousand yard receiver close to 40, you know, Tim Brown. And there's, there's been guys and that was a long time ago. That so was. so I, I think that the, the, the age, you know, is, is over. I think they're making too big of a deal about his age. I don't look at the age. I look well, at how not... he looks and, and they talk about his explosivism. Yes. And his, 
quick twitch. These are quotes yes. from Alex Erickson. He says he gets in another route. It's awesome seeing him back in action. And, and people, they're just talking about this guy does not look like the rest of us. We look like, you know, we don't belong in the league compared to this guy. Yeah, go ahead, John. In fairness, it's not like he was just doing nothing. He was recovering from, I think, his like third foot injury in the past four years. Yeah. I think that's where that comes into play. The older that he gets, the less likely he is to recover in a fast and, and quick manner like he has been doing in years past. Now, last year was obviously awful because it took him months and months to recover from that angle injury. Right. But the older that so he, he gets, the harder he it is. Been back. He could have been back before. There's a conspiracy theory, John, that he didn't want to come back. No, John, you don't think if he would have come back the last month or so? If, if everything why come back to a team that's tanking i'm sure he could have but he might not have been 100 percent. yeah that's true and why would he really exactly i'm saying like like it's nice that he hasn't had a lot of hits taken on him in the past two years but it's not like he was just kicking his feet up and letting his body just not go under any stress he's still going under the stress of training and recovering from those injuries but john i thought that this is yeah. the game and the hits and all that kind of stuff that wear your body down more Absolutely, but also Absolutely. the injuries the, the injuries do have a have a part in that too, obviously. He, and on. he's been injured a lot. Yeah. I don't like where this conversation is going. I'm just trying to Why? say look, I, I'm, I'm giving another say? perspective here. I'm giving another I don't, perspective. I, don't know. Look, look, I mean look. I'm open to debate. That's what the show is about. But when it yeah. comes to AJ Green, I don't I'm just not I don't not interested in hearing the other side. To be honest with you, I'm not sorry. Yeah, I'm not sorry for a splitting. I want to see AJ Green extended now, honestly. Whatever like it can't it, happen. I know. I'm just saying they have to see, see they have to make sure that he's okay. But I mean well, technically it can't even happen now. The deadline passed. Yeah, the deadline passed too. I mean, that's the other thing. You know what else the deadline passed for, guys? The deadline passed for this show. Now don't no. worry. Well, okay, no, sorry. Yeah. No, no, what I mean no, is can I just say can yeah, I just right. say that you I mean, there is so much to be excited about this year. Right. And we 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 don't even get into it enough on the show. There's so much excitement in the air at Bengal Stadium. You mentioned before. The guys were in pads. We haven't had tampons in the locker rooms forever. But yeah, now, August 17th, like, they will get the pads back, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, things are really, the gender equity, the, the I, forward John, thinking. Is, is he, I don't, I didn't hear that part of it. I think pads is something football related, John. Do the pads go under the cups then? Is that? Well, well actually, John, they are wearing bras. No, no, let, me right. say, let me just say, let me just say, as a, male identifying person who does not menstruate i cannot say what it's like to be in that position but i'm just saying the team is moving forward zach taylor is an innovator he's yeah. forward thinking he is a younger yeah. guy I'm oh you, no, you're talking about pads no that's the wrong type of pads yeah well yeah but i mean they are wearing the bras john and that is to i i heard it so they don't get too close to each other um and so we know whenever somebody you know so if, if somebody take someone's jersey or they don't mix up the bras or I don't know. But, but look, the bras is, are called catapult, which is, it helps them catapult down the field. It gives them the speed boost actually. Oh, wow. That's fascinating. I've that's been crazy. wearing catapults for about 15 years. I have to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But look, guys, things fall out. Okay. So look, this show, as you know, is a YouTube show, DHS sports, yeah. but it's also on Cincy Jungle podcast channel. Now, Recently, uh, this podcast network has a lot of Big stars, news. NFL players. It's called the Believe Podcast Network. They reach out to me. They say, look, we have filled the NFL shows with podcast hosts for almost all the teams. We've been saving the last one, you know, to get the biggest name. 
and we just have one left. And yeah. it's, we wanted to be you and Hoji to do the Bengals podcast. Yeah. And I said, let me talk to my agent. Let me look. Let's go over the numbers. All that kind he of didn't stuff. Didn't talk to me. Notice, John. He never talking to me. Was not part of it. No, I didn't have time. Yeah. They only gave me like two weeks to decide. And so. I was like, okay, let me look into it. And then I said, yeah, uh, I think I can do it. And so they said, okay, so tell me about your show. And I said, well, you know, it's the number one Bengals podcast. And then he did, he cut me off before I could say hosted by puppets with foreign accents. He said, that's good. That's good. Number one Bengals podcast. And yeah. I get that became the name of the show. I, I just said, fine. So that became the name of the show. And we have a meeting this week before we launch the podcast. I assume they're in Los Angeles. We're in Los Angeles. I assume it's going to be in a mansion. I know, Hoji, do you remember the la- when we first got to L.A., we were invited to that, that guy's mansion? And I think it was a very hot day because people were wearing a lot of clothes. And uh, yes, it, it was, was very awkward. You and I guy, were wearing clothes. He was wearing a robe. That's but right. Then, I think it was a breakfast because he was wearing his his, his morning robe, his red robe. And I, I imagine the Believe Podcast Center, all the hosts were going to get together something like that this week. So, yeah. So, you can... So, we're uh, moving. So, it's a really exciting moment for the show because we're moving to a new platform. Yeah. And this Believe people, they seem to be legit, but Lord knows, hopefully, they seem to be nice people. And the show is going to be called the number one Bengals podcast, even though it's not the number one Bengals podcast. Hosted by public foreign actors. Yeah. yeah. If you add that condition. Yeah. It's got the little asterisk next to it. Right. Yeah. Right. But so, we believe this is going to work on Believe. So we want you guys to believe it too. Yeah. I mean, Ooh, most of the podcasts, nice I think, like Believe Chargers, Believe in 49ers, and they're hosted by some really great people. I mean, the, the Chaos Spikes has his own show. A lot, a lot of uh, great NFL uh, players from the past and us. So I don't know how yeah. that's, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe I didn't fill out my resume accurately. Maybe I mentioned a little football experience. I'm not sure. But somehow, yeah, they offered us uh, the show and we are going to be on that show but you can always find us on youtube as well and yeah and for those of you saying hey can i still support the show financially yes you can still do that you can do that on patreon.com slash the edge of sports you can become a patronizing person or you can come here and become a member of our channel get a one cent discount per tier of all these options yeah wow so generous Thank you. So don't forget to subscribe, like, you know, all that. Turn on notifications. Yeah. Make sure. Leave some comments, guys. I'm not seeing a lot of comments these days. Yeah. So for John Shear and yeah, Oji Director Kismoji, I'm Dali McDo. We'll see you next time. Next time.